This is the CNIB Podcast. Welcome to CNIB Lake Joanago, Lake Joanago. Hello, everybody, and welcome to CNIB Lake Joe on the Go, the podcast where we keep things short and sweet so you can listen if you're at home or if you're on the go. I am your host, Taylor G. I am a CNIB Lake Joe staff, and I am absolutely thrilled to welcome our three guests for our second episode. We have today Doug, Tiffany, and Kyle, and today we are going to be talking about the employment-seeking process for people who have disabilities. Would you guys like to say a quick hello? Yes, please. Um... Hi, my name is Kyle Carpenter. I'm from Toronto and still live in Toronto and have been in person for one year and Lake Joe for two or three years doing Zoom. Hi, my name is Douglas Howard. I'm from Oshawa, Ontario, and I've been coming to Lake Joe on and off for many, many years uh, since I was a teenager. I'm now in my 40s. Hi, my name is Tiffany McGurgan. I've attended Lake Joe since 2008-2009. I enjoy going to Lake Joe and I live in Thorndale, Ontario, southeast of London. So as previously mentioned, we're going to be talking about our employment seeking journeys. So I hope you guys are ready for that. And if you guys are good, we're going to jump into our first question. So obviously, as people with disabilities, we face different obstacles and challenges um, in our lives, and that includes employment. So my first question for you guys is, what is your employment-seeking journey? What difficulties did you or are you facing on this journey? I'll start. Um, so mine, so I just uh, left W. Ross last year and my employment seeking journey is for full time. And I think what stopped me was being at W. Ross doing school and also the pandemic and also how much pressure that the coordinator is faced with applications and resumes and people leaving and also where I was going to work was at a gym walking distance and help out with a program or with front admin so I'm still working on it and I emailed the resume that's really great to hear that you're working on it Kyle what do you think is the most difficult part of this process for you um I think I'm actually communicating with the coordinator because you don't know when she's busy and then she could be available when you're busy. So um, it's a little bit hard and it's a a little bit um, difficult waiting for a response and being scared about if you won't even get the job. Yeah, that's definitely a really big fear. Yeah. when there's lack of communication or it's, you know, it's really hard to communicate sometimes in this era. And like you said, 
when you don't hear anything, you kind of worry like, will I hear anything? And, you know, facing the world with a disability, I think we go through that a lot of questioning if we are as good enough or um, as worthy of opportunities and wondering if people will even connect with us. It's uh, Douglas here. Um, I went to Durham College uh, from 2016 to 2018, and I studied broadcasting radio and television. I hosted a radio show where I played different genres of music, and I also worked behind the scenes as an audio engineer on other people's shows. And so what are some difficulties that you have faced in seeking employment? Um, the pandemic was a big one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, the, but that definitely is for a lot of people um, all over the world, not just here in Ontario, Canada, everywhere. Um, I think one of the difficulties on trying to find employment is convincing your employer that you can do the job even if you have to, because obviously um, due to whatever the disability is to, to show to your employer that could possibly hire you that you can do the job just as well as anybody else. Yes, you might have to have uh, things adapted or changed a little or accessible means to help you, but ultimately, it sometimes can be nerve wracking to convince the employer that you're able to do the job and convince them why they should hire you. That's a really good point, actually. I also am in um, the field of media arts. I studied film and television at school, so I can understand the journey of trying to enter the, the world of media and having to prove yourself. I think, even outside of the arts industry, um, employers tend to make assumptions about your needs before even asking you what you need. And they build this big idea up in their head of um, how complicated it will be to, su to support you and that it would probably be better off and easier to go with somebody else that wouldn't require the same needs. Meanwhile, you might not even need anything significant or crazy, or maybe you have your own adaptive equipment. Yeah. You just need to ask. I also believe that, you know, you can be given all the equipment to help you in uh, with your career and your journey, but ultimately you are in the driver's seat. You have the keys and you need to have the drive and it comes first within you. You can be given all the help, all the support, but it comes, it starts within you. You have to have the drive and the motivation. All right, Tiffany. Yes. <laughs> what is your employment seeking journey and what difficulties did you or are you facing on this journey? Um, well, my first employment was uh, working for a law firm. Okay. I uh, had a hard time because with uh, having being visually impaired, I would tell the employee and to me when I go and do the 
the work, it, it would get very stressful because I'd have to be pressured by having these things done within a certain amount of time within the three hours that I've worked. And then eventually I found out the hard way that I was unable to keep my job, which was very, let's just say very stressful and upsetting. For sure. For me, having a job that that is very understanding and and repetitively knowing what you have to do is less stressful than being rushed. That's true, Tiffany. I think when working, it can be difficult to have employers. Unfortunately, it can be difficult to have employers really meet your accommodations and understand why those accommodations need to be in place. And sometimes, like you said, you kind of realize the difficult truth to things and maybe that opportunity wasn't the right one for you. And I think what Doug was saying before is really important as well is, you know, we put ourselves out there and it it takes a little bit more for us to do that. And when we're, when we're not able to be supported on that, when we've even done that, um, it can be really devastating. And like you said, it's, it's stressful and upsetting. All right, we're moving on to the second question. In what ways do you think job seek, the job seeking process could be made easier for people with disabilities? Or what positive aspects have you experienced and would like to see more of? Um, I'm going to start. I think that the job oper uh, the job prospect should be easier if someone like CNIB or some organization makes a website of a list of employers that accommodate people with disabilities or follow the act and also their contact information and a button to almost apply for that position like I know the main sites don't really do that we did that at school um we looked at the main sites for jobs and they don't don't have if they actually would accommodate you like in certain ways and would help you around their facilities and um, I think that there should be a website to list if um, employers actually do that and would welcome someone with a disability that's actually a fantastic point, Kyle. I also agree I with agree. that. Yeah, you agree, Doug? Yeah. Doug, did you have any thoughts on ways that you would like to see change? Um, I agree that they could post things more uh, if somebody with uh, a disability was looking to find work or with that agency or company or wherever that job and of employment. This can be specific to your experience as well, Doug, in um, the broadcast, radio, and television. Um, well, th there was some, like, we had to figure out ways to accommodate me when I was doing my job because there is a video TriCaster for posting because the radio station was online and there's right. some video stuff. So obviously that I could not do. Um, so to somehow make that accessible... Uh, the video TriCaster, um, but uh, again, that's probably even very hard because um, some of that is also used with uh, reading um, 
say you're doing a news report and you have to uh, have you're reading stuff from a teleprompter obviously if you have a visual problem that can be quite difficult and the you know with uh, radio and television you're on a clock so to speak on how many minutes you have to speak on a certain subject right so i guess some of those things can be more difficult to be made easier for you i think a huge part of being employed and you know seeking a job is um finding things that work for you and like tiffany was saying she needs a little bit more time to do things and she found a place that um can really allow that and is really open to that whereas some other places maybe aren't um so i think in your case as well like um it's kind of on both sides to be able to find ways to support the individual. All right, I'm gonna move on to our third question. So the third question is, what message would you want employers to know? Um, and this would be surrounding um, being somebody with a disability finding a job. So I would want my employers or um, whoever didn't know to know that um, just like just because we can do anything and we're blind don't make us a, a prop and don't like exploit a, a us for our talent um i would say that um be careful what you say and what you do and um like treat us like normal people but also make the accommodations that we need um that we if there's a thing that we can't do and uh, accommodate us that's how i think and that's how what the mainstream society should do for the blind. That's a wonderful message, Kyle. Thank you for sharing. Doug? I feel, you know, like if you can do the job just as well as anybody else, you should be given that opportunity to and the chance to. Yeah, again, you might have to do it a different way of accommodation. But if you can do the job just as well and as sufficient, then they should give you the chance to be able to do that and prove yourself just as the same as if you did not have a disability. Right, exactly. Tiffany, what do you want employers to know about um, hiring people with disabilities? What would you want them to know and understand? I would, I would like people to know that they're just as equal even though they have uh, some sort of disability whether whether uh, it'd be deaf blind deaf uh, blind uh, any sort of disability like like even uh, arthritis like I just want people to understand that there are uh, disabled people that should be treated as as an equal as people who are fully abled. Really, 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 really fantastic way to end this, Tiffany. Actually, I, I think I'd like to reiterate uh, what yes. I said before is that you can be given the tools to help you successfully, but it starts within you with your confidence and faith and hope. As long as you have all those, then anything's possible. The sky's the limit. 
What a great point to reiterate. Thank you, Doug. Um, all right, so I think that's it for our episode today. I'd like to thank all of you for being here today. It was an absolute pleasure to talk about um, our employment journeys together. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in and listening to our second episode. I encourage you to come back next time and listen to our next topic. And yeah, how about we say goodbye? Thanks for having me. Hope everyone has a great day. Me too. I hope everyone has a good day. Hope everyone has a good day and a nice summer and enjoy their summer and enjoy camp. Yeah. It's officially you guys tomorrow. Are going, so. Alrighty. Okay. Bye, listeners. Hi, everyone. Taylor G here. Thought the podcast was over? Just kidding. I'm back with a little message for you. I just wanted to let you know that if you are blind or partially sighted and are currently seeking employment, CNIB actually has a support program called the Come to Work program. It is an opportunity for you to take control of your employment journey. Uh, This program offers many different employment, seeking resources, training, guidance, all the things you can think of. You can learn more by checking out the Come to Work page on the CNIB website. And I would highly encourage you check it out. I think it has a lot to offer. Uh, from what I've heard, and I know that Kyle, who was just featured in this episode, has been going through the Come to Work program himself, and he speaks very highly of it. So, yeah, I just wanted to add that in here just to let you know that this opportunity exists, and yeah, go check it out. Lake Joe on the go, Lake Joe on the go. For more CNIB podcasts, visit cnib.ca slash podcasts.